Hello and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari. I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Catherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle. Welcome to Rebounding Faith and our special Christmas episode 2021 and a very Merry Christmas season to you at home listening and to you, Gina and Kristen. I'm excited for this episode. How fun was our intro song? That just really got me in the spirit. I know. (laughs) I know. Way to go, Elliot. I know. I love our sound engineer, our our producer, Elliot, and I love the song that he put together. And let me tell you, Joy to the World is perfect because our episode today, we are going to be talking about Christmas joy. And you guys, I was really in preparation for this episode. I felt the need to really address during Christmas, the overworked and underjoyed. So if you are listening to this episode and you relate to this time of year, which I affectionately call the holidays, and that's H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E, holidays, which is defined as the feelings of confusion and excitement people have between Thanksgiving and Christmas, i.e. the Christmas blur. And so I just want to read a couple of things that are on my list before we hear from you guys. But my Christmas can look like this, and yours probably much of the same. Christmas trees, Christmas cookies, cooking, shopping, decorating, wrapping, cards, pictures, cleanup, and finally, collapse. So basically, (laughs) whirlwind, exhausting, and joy-stealing. Mm. What a way to start this I Christmas know. joy. <laughs> Merry <episode>. Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. And we're out. <laughs> so funny. We start oh, with joy to the world. And yes. they're like, who's feeling overworked yeah. and underjoyed? I know. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I um this is my favorite time of year. Mm. Yeah. But I also feel like I am susceptible to being overly busy. Mm-hmm. which I like being busy. It makes me feel productive. It makes me feel useful. But there's there's a nostalgia that I feel around the holidays too. Like there's just so yeah. many great memories of family and quality time. You know, it was that time that no matter where I was living, where my brother was living, where Andy and I were living, like we were just always together. Mm-hmm. And so I really value that. But then it's also, it, it's weird emotions too. I feel like maybe the timing of it also being the end of the year. Yeah. And work is really busy and I feel overworked. My emotions are running high, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I'm so happy, but I'm right. also like very irritable mm-hmm. at times. I could break down and, and cry at any moment. Yeah. Um, pull a Gina. So <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, there's stories around yeah. Christmas. Like if my family listens to the podcast and they're going to laugh at these stories. But, you know, we've always had a real tree growing up. There's a story that we still talk about today where I come home from college. So I'm not a kid. I'm in yep. college. Yep. And my parents had a fake tree. And I just broke down crying. <laughs> how, how dare you? You don't even love us anymore. Oh um, or 
or even just a couple years ago, my and you're not a crier. No, Kristen. I don't cry a lot. Yeah, that's important for everybody yeah. to know. I'm yeah. not a big. You're crier. really not. Yeah. So that just goes to show. Yeah. What a mistake my parents. Made. Oh right. Yes. <laughs> 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 really a big miss on their again. part. How do yeah. They? Yeah. Um, oh. Or a couple years ago, my brother, you know, thought he was coming home for Christmas. Called to tell me he wasn't. Oh, broke man. down crying. Yeah. Guilted him into coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. So bottom line, you don't mess with Chris, Kristen at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. There are, are certain things that we do on Christmas. And if you're going to mess with that, just expect me to cry. Um, and it's weird. Like, I'm like, what is up with that? Why are my emotions? There's just so many expectations, yeah. I think, that come with Christmas. And what I want for Christmas, what right. I want for our family. And so I can be really emotional. And when you sent me a note and said, I, I'm really being called for this episode to talk about overworked and underjoyed, I mm -hmm. was like, you're speaking to me yeah, big time. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. Um, and Gina, I know you and I were talking about it too, just kind mm -hmm. of like what the holidays can can mean for you. Yeah, and I, I think I have a little bit different take on it and I am one of those people that Christmas is not my favorite time of year mm -hmm. I love Thanksgiving Christmas I the true meaning of Christmas the birth of Jesus ah I celebrate that completely but everything else that comes with the holidays I struggle with um part of it is being uh single and so you know when you're by yourself and decorating doesn't that doesn't seem fun it doesn't feel fun I'm just gonna decorate a little tree here and so that I just look at it myself it makes me and has made me feel more lonely that's just the truth I think a lot of people during the holidays feel lonely and you see all the Christmas joy and happenings and the lights and people, you know, celebrating and excited and, you know, just all the happiness that is supposed to surround it. And when you don't feel that, ah, that it, and then you've, I feel guilty. I feel guilty that I am not blissful around Christmas holidays, you know, but I, I, I have struggled. I usually, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, which I always am, I'm usually glad when it's over. Yeah. I love being with my family um, on Christmas Eve and going to Christmas Eve service. But, you know, also um, with my kids growing up as a single mom and struggling financially, that's another burden uh, mm -hmm. put on you to, to feel like you have to be able to keep up and, mm -hmm. and buy a bunch of gifts that you can't really afford, which is a stress that you don't necessarily need. And I know that a lot of people feel that at Christmas mm -hmm. time. They're putting money on their credit cards. It's going to take them months to pay off for an you know, hour's worth of opening the presents and, and mm -hmm. digging in yeah. underneath the tree for you know that moment of happiness. So it sounds like, Gina, what I hear you saying is, for you, it's all about the traditions of the season, right? Mm. And I know we have listeners all around the world. So Christmas may look different where you are, mm -hmm. um, you know, in Ireland or, um, you know, different celebrations that you guys do. Uh, but obviously, 
for us here in America, there's so much attention and emphasis put on the commercial aspect so of much Christmas of it. that it, it can be so joy stealing. Stealing. Yes. And, you know, when I was preparing for this episode, the other thing that really spoke to me is I love A Christmas Carol, that movie, mm-hmm. and Ebenezer Scrooge, right? Yeah. And the journey he goes on to see Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. Mm-hmm. And it really spoke to me that if you think about our lives and Christmases, um, and Kristen, this may even be like what you were talking about when Christmas looked a little bit different when you came home in college, that, you know, Christmases, you know, for me, 20 years ago or 15 years ago, I had small kids at home. Yeah. And it was a completely different thing than it is now. Now I'm just hoping that my daughter will make it home for Christmas. Right. You know, when I was a child, I had my parents were divorced, but my dad was there and waking up and getting and going upstairs and seeing, you know, what he had put out or what I thought, you know, Santa had put out, but putting, you know, having him there in present. Well, guess what? This year he's not with us. And this Mm -hmm. is going to be the first Christmas that I walk through that Mm -hmm. without him. And Christmas is going to look a lot different this year. And so really, like, if you think about that, I think so many times we try to recreate our Christmas past and it Mm. just isn't possible right now. But I think there is hope Mm -hmm. there because our Christmas future, right? What will our Christmas future hold if this year is really a hard year? It is not the end all be all. And and so I just really wanted to touch on that. And I would love you guys' thoughts on that because I think so much we really do try to keep recreating that Christmas past or that nostalgia or that Norman Rockwell painting, right? What we're supposed to be. And our Christmas present just doesn't look like that right now. No. And and sometimes you could realize, too, it's there's so much in the in the season right between right. thanksgiving and christmas and there's uh, oh yes lot. we're going to talk about the holidays yeah yes. the days mm-hmm. the days part the of days. it but, but yeah i think that if it were any other day of the year and it's a day of the year it has all this build up to a day right mm-hmm. and then that day can be really wonderful and some years it is it's just Mm -hmm. so so fun and so wonderful and those traditions make it really special and um time with family and then other years aren't so easy right it's it's a single day with a whole I don't think there's any other time of year with that kind of lead up that has that kind of expectation that's great so commercialized that it has pushed us so far away from the real meaning of of what Christmas is right and I know Catherine too you're going to get in into this in a second with like the actual definition of joy. Right, right. But you said something before when we were prepping that was so funny <laughs> related to Christmas past, present, and future. And it was related to Santa Claus. And I think oh, what yeah. you said, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> was that the phases of Santa Claus, when you're younger, it's believing in Santa Claus. Then you are Santa Claus, and then you look like, like Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could just break life down into those three those things, three right? Things. You those believe in Santa things. Claus, you are, or you you, you look, look like, like Santa yeah. Claus. yeah, 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 or Mrs. Claus, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, definition of joy. When I looked this up, I thought it was fascinating. It says the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something that's the keyword something exceptionally good or satisfying so my question is to everyone 
what is that something? Is it situational this season or is it God? And so when we kind of dive into this a little bit and we look at like a happiness versus joy. So I'll, I have four points here. I'll read them really quickly. But happiness uh, comes from a result of pleasant circumstances. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joy comes from knowing and trusting God. Yes. Uh, happiness is unpredictable. It just sort of happens when it happens, right? Happenstance. It's right. it just it's just unpredictable. Joy is steady as long as we trust God through the good and the bad. Mm. Happiness covers up discouragement. I thought that was so interesting. It just masks it. Yeah. But joy defeats discouragement. Ooh, that's good. And lastly, happiness is of course temporary mm-hmm. and joy is lasting and endures all things. I I mm. thought that was so insightful. So Catherine, when you were talking about the differences between happiness and joy, it just reminded me that even in preparation for this topic, we Googled Christmas joy just to see what would come up. And we just got hit with all sorts of ads for stuff and toys and things, things, material mm-hmm. things that make you feel good. And it was it was really a reminder to me of something that we talk about a lot in this podcast. And it's just one of the unfortunate things about our society is just this this constant push that if you just get this one thing, right. you'll be truly happy. Mm-hmm. And the what I'm hoping that we can get out of today is just support of one another to really see through that and understand that of course you might be busy and you're going to see family and there's a lot that comes with that, but can we help each other really pause in that moment so that we do allow ourselves to feel joy, true joy, which can only really come from within. Right. Exactly. And and I saw an acronym for joy that is Jesus, others, yourself. And I love that because it's in that order, right? So, and I think when we think about Christmas season and the marketers and all of this, it becomes yourself, mm-hmm. what I want for Christmas, and then others, what I need to buy for other people. And then Jesus is on the bottom. Yeah. If we have time. If we have time. Right. And so what is that? Yo, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> reverse not joy. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. So I, love that, I, I think it's, we really have to keep our perspective right, our focus right. Mm-hmm. And I came across this idea of your glance versus your gaze. And where is your gaze this holiday season? That is my question Mm -hmm. to all of you. Is your gaze on everything that has to be done? You know, and, and I do not fault you if that's where it is, because my gaze absolutely, it can be on that. I can get distracted and pulled into, you know, I've got to get all this done and that done. And I read the list at the top of the show, but Everything that, you know, we all have to do this time of year and we as women, it falls on our shoulders to get much of this done and to keep up the family traditions and everything that we have to do, right? But that is so joy stealing. It Mm -hmm. takes it to a place of work. And 
I'm not saying that everybody feels that way, but I think we can get sucked into that mode of just produce, 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 produce. And I will tell you guys that in past years, some of my most, my, my best Christmas moment felt like when it was all done. At the end mm. of Christmas Day, mm. I would get my piece of pie or whatever after it was all done, and I fall on the couch, and I turn on, Todd and I will watch, you know, something silly or a Christmas movie or whatever, and that is the moment that I relish because it's done, and the expectations have been met, and the presents have been bought, and everything, the checklist has been done, but where is Jesus in that? Mm. Yeah. Well, you know... I mentioned that the holidays can be, you know, Christmas can be a little bit of a struggle for me. And I know that it is for others as well. But I just find so much joy in the Christmas Eve service that we Mm. attend and uh, attend it. Usually on Christmas Eve, it's just um, a very small group of us in our family. Um, And so we have a Christmas Eve service. We go and put Jesus in his rightful place and celebrate his birth. And then we have a meal together at home. Um, And it's just joyful. It is truly joyful just having, there's no expectations. Um, It's just us being together, loving on each other, having a bunch of laughs and, and enjoying a meal together, knowing that we did put it correctly we did put Jesus first and then each other and yeah. then, you know ourselves and so I love I love that I love that that makes me feel joy not yeah. happy no it, should, yeah. it makes me happy too but it goes way deeper than yeah. that and that's the thing yeah. is it's deeper right mm-hmm. and I also uh, you know we definitely don't want to give off the perception that um being with your family doesn't bring you joy right but of course it does right. yeah right but the the balance that we have to have here is the the craziness of the holidays that you speak about Catherine and then the true meaning of christmas and um when we talk about christmas joy it's just the reminder of that mm-hmm. and you know you guys I, a couple of things real here really quick number 1 in preparation for this episode i asked quite a few people what their definition of Christmas joy was. And I have to say, so many people did not know how to answer that. Mm. It Mm. was basically, um, I I got a lot of, well, Jesus is the reason for the season and, you know, all of that. And yes, absolutely. But it was really interesting to me that it took people a moment to stop and think about, that and I and I really do believe it's because Christmas is packed so full of so many things and so many expectations that what I felt compelled to do in this episode is to speak to women who uh, really want to step into that space and be able to produce a number of things for their families or for their friends or who whomever right uh, and so. I I really want to encourage those of you who feel overworked and underjoyed to give yourself a moment to fix your gaze. And I am speaking from personal experience that if you feel compelled to focus on all of the expectations of the season, which can feel very overwhelming, they're all 
they're all really innocent in nature in that they want to bring about a memorable experience or something good for your family or a gift. But over when you stack them all up and you have to work and you have to figure out how to pay the bills and you have to do all of these things and the expectations that are placed upon you, it can feel overwhelming. And that is not Christmas joy. And that is not what Jesus you know, is wanting for us to experience in our lives during this season. So I encourage you to check where your gaze is. And if it's not on Jesus, and if it's on all of these other things and expectations for the season, then we fix that. And we have our gaze on Jesus and the reason for the season, right? Why that he is here. And that is where our joy stems from. And then let our glance be at all of those things that we need to get done and our gaze back on Jesus and then glance over quickly. Just shifting and that back. perspective. Yes. I yeah. like that, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that that's really that was really heavy on my heart as I prepared for this episode. And uh really it's you know, selfishly, I guess, for a Christmas episode. It's also for me to remind myself of where the importance really needs to be. And yet when we do all of those things, and I want to give a shout out to my mother-in-law because she does the most amazing Christmas with all of these Christmas cookies and decorations, and it's just amazing. And for years, she's always really heightened our Christmas and mm-hmm. brought it to a new level. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think she would agree with me that the the purpose really is about Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, my sister, I... She's Martha Stewart. Well, yes. not the actual Martha Stewart, but she can give her a run for her money. Yes. I can tell you that. Yes. She's got all of that in spades and loves to truly doesn't loves get doing stressed. It. Yeah. yeah. So she's got the yes. gift of hospitality, which is a beautiful thing. I'm 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 lacking. A little lacking in the Martha Stewart department. Yeah. But it's um it. It is nice. It is nice to be able to slow down enough to yeah. to just stop and redirect ourselves a little bit mm-hmm. and um, take our gaze, our glances, and make them into the gaze and, and switch it up. Yeah, and really allow allow ourselves those moments of mm-hmm. joy. And I just had this epiphany. What if we changed it from the holidays to the holidays? Right. Ooh. And we did just, you just really, think that up? I did. It just occurred to me. <laughs> Quick like, on your feet there. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know, good. Um, but I think if we really are able to take it to that level mm-hmm. and have, we will, I, I believe we will have an experience true Christmas joy that originates from that. But I don't want anyone to feel guilty or bad if like you're they're like your sister right they're just amazing at this and this is how they derive their joy and and it's wonderful I think that's fantastic too um but if you are that gal who is just exhausted at the end of the day and doesn't know how we're gonna pull it all out of a hat right and do all of this uh I would encourage you to define your Christmas joy a little differently and I know that's gonna be my goal for this year um, and I would like to really dive into the Mary versus Martha story, you guys, because speaking I of think Martha Stewart, speaking yes, Martha. that's what I was thinking. Let's just good segue right yeah, into Mary versus yeah. Martha Stewart. Um, so Christmas can really bring out our inner Marthas 
Mm-hmm. And I want to read from Luke 10, 38 through 42. And normally we don't associate this verse with Christmas, right? It's usually the shepherds mm-hmm. and the angel mm-hmm. hearing. But for this special sort of uh, different Christmas joy episode, we are going to dive into this. And so this is reading from the Passion Translation. And it Love says, yeah, it's so good. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. But Martha became exasperated when finishing with the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work (laughs) by myself? You should tell her to get up and help me. The Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Mm. Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take this this privilege from her. Wow. I think they call that a mic drop, right? Yes. Mic drop. Episode done. <laughs> yeah. Episode yeah. done. Yeah. That's such a, it's a perfect, per- perfect verse to bring everything together. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. I, I just really think that we do get so pulled into the kitchen and so pulled into all of this stuff that has to get done that are we really sitting at Jesus's feet and mm. gazing at him this mm. time of year? Well, and so much of the time, and I deal with this a lot at work too, where we're constantly talking about things and it's like, it has to be this or this or this or that. And what I would say that even brings back what what we've been talking about related to how people spend their time is it's an and. Do all the family things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. Do all of the things that really do make you feel good and also remember why you're doing it really at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and don't, don't lose all of that in the midst of all of this buildup. And lose your joy in, in the momentary happiness or what you think is going to make, you know, someone happy. Don't lose your joy in that. Don't trade it out. You can have both. Mm-hmm. You know? So what would you gals say to the, the women listening to us today? or guy, right, Mm -hmm. who feels called to step up to holiday expectations, such as, gee, you know, I think about it's nice to want to sit and gaze at (laughs) Jesus and listen all day, but that turkey's not going to cook itself. And I've got a family, you know, or, you know, waking up on Christmas morning, the presents aren't going to just appear or I don't have money. Yeah, that's true. So thankful for Santa. Um, But I don't just have, you know, say I don't have money in the budget this year for presents. So what am I, they're not just going to, you know, uh, appear uh, whatever, like you were saying. So, So the question is, what do we want to say to that person who might not meet those expectations this year? My my thought is, so this episode's coming out today on the 15th, mm-hmm. right? And it, it may seem like in some ways um, 
the this time of year is almost over, right? But if it, let's remember, we celebrate the birth of Jesus on the 25th. So you got time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and he was Still actually born in the spring. Yes, which is so, a whole other thing. Right. We just won't get into we, that. That's but, another yeah. episode. Yeah. We'll celebrate that in the spring. Right, right. <laughs> but what I would say is just start with the end in mind, right? So fast forward to, to Catherine. You're sitting on your couch at the end of Christmas, mm-hmm. drinking your coffee or tea, and reflecting on all Having that's, my apple pie, which apple is my pie. favorite part. Yep. Thinking about all that's transpired yep. over the last couple of weeks, what do you what do you want that to feel like? And I I feel like if you're able to kind of look ahead and think about like, okay, this is what through all the midst of the chaos and the craziness and the the happiness and the parties and the celebrations, I want to know that on December 26th, I'm gonna look back and feel how. Mm. about where I spent my time. We have to recognize that Mm -hmm. there are women listening that, you know what, we get it. You've got bills to pay and stuff to do. And everybody relies on mom much of the time to get Mm -hmm. stuff done. And we as women, right, just in general, trying to get stuff done. So I don't want us to feel like we didn't, we fell short because of this Norman Rockwell painting that we can't, materialize in front of our eyes, right? So to your question, Kristen, what I love, the second piece that I really am intentional about every year is on the 24th, about four o'clock, I'll stop whatever I'm doing and I'll just take it in. Mm -hmm. And I'll recognize Christmas is about to happen. It comes once a year. What is the magical part of Christmas you know it's like Christmas 2021 Wednesday or whatever what is it Christmas Eve Friday Friday the 24th Mm -hmm. right at about four o'clock I will stop and God willing I will take that in and I really appreciate and recognize the significance of the season and I I pick that time for me personally because it's before any family activities it's after the chaos of that day Um, Christmas Day is usually crazy. So I like to take that moment and just spend it with God and recognize that. And that's a special moment for me. I love that. Well, what you're saying is that you stop and you fix your gaze. That's right. And so even if you can't do it leading up to that, find a time. Find a moment to slow down, to just pause and fix your gaze on Jesus. Jesus first, others next, yourself third. And 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 you'll find joy in that. So I wanna I wanna submit to you guys this year that rather than it being on the twenty fourth at four o'clock, why don't I make it? We're, we're, we're recording this episode earlier in December. So why don't I make it on the 14th at four o'clock, you know, yeah. and the 15th at four o'clock? Why don't I just take like an advent calendar, right? If, if you can have that every day, a few minutes, why not take that time in the morning or devotion or whatever and just take in the beauty of the season and really what it's about? 
And the 12 days of Christmas yes. can be the 12 gays of Christmas. <laughs> yes! going to fix your gaze for just that. a moment on those 12 Did days you just leading. think of that, Gina? I did. You okay, know, quick just... on my feet like you, Catherine. <laughs> uh, I think we have a name of our episode. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. So good. So I good. love that. Well, it's... Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, we're going to do an episode on prayer and, and talking yep. with God. And I think that when you when you're talking about Catherine, how do I create that time mm-hmm. and that space in such a busy time of year? Look, there's a lot of things that are going on right now. I already have said no to maybe seven different events or things that people have asked me to do. I just Social butterfly <laughs> over there. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, it helps that I'm traveling. Okay. I, like, I physically can't go to <laughs> yeah, some of them. Yeah. But I haven't gotten things. seven invites is the point. But it's not even In a invites. Year. It's yeah. just things. <laughs> it's, no, so let me, let me rephrase that. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying I've got invited to all these parties. Kristen's so popular. No, yes. it's things that I'm saying yeah. no to, right? Like, I don't need to host this dinner with my friend that I'm not going to see before Christmas. I Mm -hmm. I can do it afterwards. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. Or I don't have to go shopping on this particular afternoon that's really busy for me to get presents. I can do it later. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, Or it might be. I can't go to that dinner or that party. It might be a party. Right. Because I have too much going on. Yeah. So part of what's going to allow us that time to reflect earlier and be grateful earlier and feel joy earlier is also not like intentionally pulling ourselves out of the craziness. Yeah. 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 I think that's so good. And, you know, I, it's also a good reminder for us that God works in the small things mm-hmm. too. And so to take that moment and take care of ourselves so that we're not strung out to the point where we're, well, guilty as charged here, but, you know, snapping at your husband yeah. or, you know, frustrated that this isn't happening and just at the end of our rope. Mm-hmm. But to take time to just step back and check your priorities. Check, do I really need to do all of this? Do I really need to have lights up on the house. In fact, I had an interesting conversation with a girlfriend yesterday that said she's all about the star shower now. You just stick it on the the lawn and then it lights up your whole house. You don't have to like hang up all these lights. And so like what shortcuts can you take to make your life easier? When can you say no? I heard something a long time ago um, that was more work related, but it's very, I think, relevant to this. But it's not about prioritizing your schedule. It's about scheduling your priorities. Mm, That's really good, too. And this year, everything's competing for a priority, this time of year, rather, right? Everything's, yeah. Everything. And you've got a limited time to do it all. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, whatever works for you individually, but I think if... If, and what works for me is to recognize when I'm at the, getting toward the end of my rope, when are, you know, the idiot lights on the car dashboard for my, my internal car dashboard going off, telling me to stop, to step back, to slow down, to listen to that so that we can really preserve. I call it preserve our reserve. Mm-hmm. So to really get to Christmas Day in a peaceful place and mm-hmm. to be able to not like me, where you collapse at four o'clock because you're so tired from doing it all, right? Like maybe 
start the day out in a peaceful mm-hmm. place. And so, and, and maybe many of you at home have already figured that out. But for me, when I was praying about what to speak about for Christmas, I felt this very, very clearly that there is a group of us out there who are overworked and underjoyed. And for me personally, I know I can miss the relevance and the importance and the significance of the season because it's just a blur. It's like you're going 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Really great topic. I think it's very relevant. Yeah. So in closing, we want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. And we want you to a very Merry Peaceful Christmas. And to go to our website at reboundingfaith.com, we're going to be featuring something there. It's Psalm 23 for busy people. And I love this. It's paraphrasing Psalm 23 in a way where you feel like you are going so fast that Jesus will help to really slow us down and point us in the right direction. And for those of you that don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know, we would encourage you to uh, accept him as your Lord and Savior. And really, he is the reason for the season. And it is something where you can walk with him and experience peace and more abundantly with him. And so uh, if you haven't accepted him as your Lord and Savior and you would like to do so right now, we'd like to just lead you in a prayer this season that you can just say or bow your head and pray along with us. And uh, we'll do that now. Gina, would you like to, to do that? Okay. Lord, I just come before you and I don't know you, but I want to. I want to know you as my personal Savior. So I ask you, Father, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Make me a child of God and let me walk in your joy, in your truth, in your forgiveness. Thank you that it is a gift that you're offering to me and I accept that gift and I take that gift. And I thank you that now... I can know you in a personal way and live my life as a follower of Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And Gina, thank you for leading such a beautiful prayer. And if you just prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. And And reach out to us. Mm -hmm. You know, you can find us on the website, reboundingfaith.com. And, you know, Give us your email. If you need a little encouragement and need loved on a little bit, that's what we're here for. So just reach out. Let us know what's going on, and one of us will get back to you for sure. That's right. And so on that note, and in closing, um, make sure to just take lots of breaths this holiday season and pace yourself. And, uh, yeah, keep your gaze on Jesus. And with that, we'll close out joy to the world and have a rebounding season. We'll see you next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you for joining us. Come and join us next week and be sure to like and subscribe to Rebounding Faith.